the different um, associations work very hard to get good speakers, have good roundtable discussions. So, you know, you can you can put any one of your team members in any of the educational sessions and they'll learn something, mm-hmm. you know, and it you, you just can't expose your team enough to what's out there. You go for three days, you spend whatever money it is, you come home with one good idea and that will pay for your entire trip. everyone and welcome back to the Modern Car Wash Podcast. I'm your host Kevin Zelaznik and today we have two guests. The first time we've ever had two guests on the show. Uh, Shane Groff from Innovative Car Wash Equipment and Dan St. Jock. Uh, both join us today to recap the Southwest Car Wash show. Uh, they are fresh off the plane from Fort Worth providing some insight onto Basically, uh, what it was like to be at a car wash convention for the first time in over a year um, and the feedback that they got, the conversations they had and what they saw on the floor. So without further ado, let's dive right in. Shane Groff, welcome back to the Modern Car Wash Podcast. You're the first repeat guest on the episode, and uh, we brought in Dan St. Jock, who is our marketing manager, who's taken over uh, the marketing efforts and innovated. Dan, welcome to the podcast. So both of you gentlemen are fresh off a trip to Fort Worth, Texas for the Southwest Car Wash Show, and uh, just figured we'd come in and do a quick recap. Uh, if you were at the show, um, hopefully you, uh, you guys can provide some insight into maybe something that they missed, or if you weren't at the show, um, you know, how, how everything went and uh, uh, kind of what were the highlights for you. So Shane, let's start with you. Uh, you are a car wash veteran. You've probably been to a hundred of these shows post COVID ish, uh, did this show live up to what you thought it was going to be as far as kind of the buildup since we hadn't seen a show for a year? I, I would say so. I mean, we had a uh, good, strong attendance. Uh, the one thing that was encouraging was as the show hours on the floor got towards the end of the shift, there was still a lot of traffic on the floor. And in years past, if the floor was open, say, 1 to 6, you know, 4 o'clock, people start leaving going getting ready for dinner dates or taking a nap or whatever but we had good strong attendance right up to the closing bell each day which was really encouraging do you how much of that do you think is you know people who haven't been uh, able to attend these shows uh just their excitement but also kind of the influx of the new blood in the industry i i would say it's equal parts i mean i I heard from so many people that they were just happy to get back and shake some hands, see people's face without a mask, and, uh, you know, see friends and and family from the car wash industry as a whole. But certainly, um, you know, the next generation's coming on. Uh, We've seen quite a few customers that that brought their kids that are going to be taking over the businesses. Uh, you know, lots of new investors coming in. So it's a real good variety in that strong attendance. Dan, how about you 
your first show, um, what was the experience like through your eyes? Yeah, certainly an uh, eye-opening experience, definitely. I mean, to see kind of the wide range of what was there when you think, you know, even being, you know, in this industry sort of for four years now, when you think about it, you think it's primarily going to be equipment that's there, but you see how far-reaching really that industry is when you're going through, whether it be marketing, whether it's equipment where you're looking in the tunnel, but also when you expand kind of those uh, kind of the auxiliary equipment, so you're thinking about lighting and everything else that goes into it, and it's amazing to see it all kind of in one place. Um, and again, just kind of see that energy, kind of like Shane touched on that there. I think that was really nice to see too, and I think a big part of that is just getting together in a group and um, obviously the car wash industry being such a tight-knit industry, I'm sure Shane can touch on that. I mean, you know, coming through that booth with Shane being there and then uh, Tommy, Tom Huffman being there as well. I mean, those are guys, they're having conversations with people that they've known for 30, you know, 20, 30 years that have been in the industry as well. So I think that was really nice to see through that camaraderie. It was a, it was a good sign too. So my, uh, back in Pittsburgh where I grew up, my family owned a, uh, a contracting company. So we would sell water lines. And one summer, I, one of my jobs was the flag. And my grandfather, he, so I was one end of the road. He was on the other end of the road. And because he knew everyone in the town, everyone stopped and would talk to him as he was flagging. So it kind of slowed down business. So it seems like that might what happened with Shane and uh, Tommy. Everyone stops in just to check in and say hello. Uh, so, I mean, obviously, that, that's got to be refreshing for you from a kind of a just energizing standpoint to see all of these people. Oh, for sure. I mean, many, many of them are just like a car wash family, um, you know, uh, Justin Alford, he he came up for a visit not long ago, but I was sick and I didn't get to see him. Former guest of this podcast, former guest. So so to to see him and and you know connect with him uh, was great because I talk to him on the phone all the time, but it's been eighteen months, two years since I got to see him, shake his hand, and his team and we had customers come as far as Alaska came down to Texas. They wanted to go to a show. They're building a new place, you know, so it's great to see them on the show floor. And, uh, the, one of the great thing was our Northeast family here all went, I mean, we had so many distributors and customers from the Northeast down there at that show that normally wouldn't go. So, uh, that tells you everybody was just really ready to continue business and get things moving back on track like they were uh, prior to the pandemic. Sure. So when you look at, um, from a, uh, a vendor standpoint, uh, I, what was innovated second or third show that we've third, third show again, it's been a while. Was there any rust that you guys had to kind of knock off? No, there's a little bit of rust to knock off. I mean, we had a different size booth, so couple challenges there uh we actually left some equipment in the parking lot because we couldn't fit it in our booth um but it 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 was a good thermometer to see where we have to be for the next show and and we brought several members from our team dan included so he could see what we need to do to our booth to get it to another level um so in, in that aspect it was really good so uh prior to the show we put out a kind of a show preview of the equipment that uh, Innovate was bringing. So what made it and what was still left out in the parking lot? Oh, we left some pieces of arches out there and, and some chain sprockets and, and stuff like that yeah. we left out in crates. But it seems like the, for the most part, everyone kind of got the, the general sense of what Innovate it's all about. Um, was there, 
did you see uh, people flock to maybe one piece of equipment more than than the others? No, I I would say it was pretty evenly distributed across the board, but uh, we definitely learned that our booth needs to be bigger because there just physically was enough space for our our team to stand with several customers. Uh, so we we did learn a lot there. We were kind of late to the show as far as getting our booth set. Um, things that will be addressed for IFCA and obviously the Northeast. But we always talk about the dispensing unit, unit that will blast it. Those are kind of like the our um, your hero products, I guess. What was the uh, the response to people coming through and seeing those? Maybe for the first time. I would say it was really good. I mean, obviously, when you have the wheel blaster in the booth, it's moving back and forth just like it does in a car wash. That attracts a lot of attention. Um, you know, we took the dispenser again, the, the latest version with uh, some new graphics on it that Dan did. So that also drew people in, and they asked a lot of questions about it. So all really good things there. So, Dan, I, I'm uh, going to go on a limb here and say you kind of – Kind of stayed out of the way. Let's change the talking. Right? Yeah, you don't want to mastermind of, uh, of all the equipment. Um, but what was your sense of the people who came to the booth and what, what they were looking for or their demands? Um, I think, you know, in terms of the equipment itself, I think Jane kind of touched on it there. The one thing that our booth had, which I don't know that I saw too many others, was he had equipment actually in motion. So you could see the wheel blasted on the track moving back and forth. We had the rinsed arch there, the you know, manifold for the blasted arch. You see those oscillating as well. So you get a kind of sense of how does this equipment function? We had video component there as well that would kind of roll through different clips. So you'd be able to see these, you know, see the arches working, see the wheel blasted in action. Um, I think that was something that people really enjoyed, be able to see practically how is this applied, you know, in, in my tunnel. But again, I think it kind of Shane mentioned it. Um, really kind of a barometer for people and a chance to get out there and see what's new, see what's around. So I think obviously being the third show, some people who maybe haven't had a chance to see Innovated live and in action had a chance to see some of what we're about. And again, looking forward to that for the next the next two shows, really growing that and giving us a little more space too. I'm sure both of you got a chance to walk the floor and see what else was kind of going on. And Shane, I know uh, when you were on last time, we talked about how exciting the return of shows is going to be because I think the, the, the there's going to be a lot of innovation happening. Was there kind of a buzz on the floor about kind of new things that people were seeing, or do you think it was more just unless that hey everyone's here together and uh, we're back? I would say it was more the latter than the. So not not too much innovation that you saw, or you were expecting more. I I, I was expecting more. Um, you know, there I I did see. You know, several manufacturers bring new booths, new displays, um, and, and larger teams of, of their personnel to help customers, mm -hmm. uh, which was a plus. Because a lot of times, you know, I was on the customer side years ago, and you'd be in the booth, and there wasn't enough people there. So you'd stand there and wait and wait, and you'd just get fed up, and you'd go to another booth. Mm -hmm. And then a couple hours later, you'd circle back around, well... The booth is still full, so it is really good to see that that everybody's really trying to staff it better. Um, you know, s several vendors with the new booths were were astonishing. Um, 
you know, Sonny's always does a great job and, and their booth did not disappoint this year again. Same with AVW and Tommy's. They brought a new booth. It just looked great. So I, I think that shows us, you know, that, that we're not the trade show part of the, the industry is not slowing down. Uh, manufacturers are still investing time and resources uh, for this part of our of our industry. Sure. Uh, and I would say largely in part because you have so many new investors, you got so many next generation people. Um, so it, it's a real important part of what we do. It's, it's interesting when you look at specifically, uh, you know, an industry like the car wash industry where, you know, you can talk about marketing, right? You could say marketing is changing um, with more personal, it's more one-on-one, it's more online, it's more targeted. But a trade show, in a sense, is like your best marketing, right? Because you need to actually go and see and feel and, and touch some of this equipment. Um, and I guess, you know, uh, video online or photo online doesn't necessarily give you that chance. So um, uh, I think, and as the industry grows, you do see that you're going to see more investment in, in trade shows and, and, uh, and whatnot. So anything... Uh, have you guys maybe on the flight home start brainstorming what uh, what ICA is going to look like, what the Northeast show is going to look like? We we definitely took a lot of notes. Uh, I, I drugged Dan around the floor several times talking <laughs> to him. You know, uh, you know we have a lot of great partnerships there, so I was able to introduce him to and uh, our new general manager Keith to a lot of different friends and family in the industry. Um, so we're, we are definitely excited. You look at Innovate and the growth that it's had over the last year, year and a half. I mean, so much so that you bring on Keith as your general manager. You now have a dedicated marketing person and Dan. Um, it kind of goes back to what you were just saying. It's that people are staffing properly to kind of handle that demand. And I think with Innovate, what probably the best thing it has going for it is that, you know, still in the early infancy of the, of the company, and, you know, you missed an opportunity last year because there was no trade shows. We just talked about how important it is. Now, as you get the ball rolling, you're just, I'm assuming you're hoping that you're just going to see the popularity kind of take off. So, um, I got to know, what, where did you guys eat? Good Tex-Mex? Like, what was the, what was the approach there? Well, certainly we hit the Capitol Grill for a great dinner with, uh, some of our distributors and, and clients. So that, that was great. Yeah. We also went down, walked downtown, got some great brisket barbecue, and you know, well, if, it, if anybody came away hungry, it was pretty much their <laughs> own fault. What's the highlight for you, Dan? Uh, a nice twenty-two ounce ribeye. Not going to the doctor anytime soon for a cholesterol check. So it's uh. Do you think all going down? Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's uh, it's only water and coffee for the next about two or three weeks. Get get that flushed out, and then then we'll be back to normal, back on schedule. But yeah. What's uh, any issues traveling? Like, what was traveling? I haven't been on a plane uh, in quite some time. Is it weird? I mean, Shane, I know you've traveled uh, yeah. before this. But... There, there wasn't any any incidents with people not wearing masks and stuff. I mean, by now, everybody should know. Just wear your mask, you know. Other than that, you know, kind of just conduct business as normal. And, and, and I think you do in the back of your mind, you, you think about, hand sanitizing and, and distancing uh, but 
it, it's a new norm. It's going to be here for a while. Sure. Were there any, um, what was it like on the floor? Any precautions there? I know, I know Texas has kind of different guidelines than New York, who's, you know, one of the area restricted. Um, what was it like that on the floor? It was almost as it was years ago. Yeah. I mean, um, every just about everybody I talked to, I mean, the vaccination came up in conversations, and they they were all excited that they had it. And um, you know, I think I think the country's just really ready to step forward and hopefully put it behind us. Mm-hmm. So reflecting on it, um, a couple of days removed from it, did you learn anything? While you were down there, I learned it is still very hot and humid in <laughs> Texas. Coming from the Northeast and going down there is certainly a shock to the system. But yeah, yeah we we learned a bunch, and you know, I was excited that we took more team members, new team members that hadn't been to previous shows, and got them exposure. and And we talked about taking uh, even more team members to the Northeast regional so that they can experience it. So uh, how much, um, you know, for an operator out, out there, you know, I'm going, you know, is it, um, if I'm a car wash operator and say my son's in business too, or he's coming up and, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to take you know, him with me or my daughter or whoever. How important do you think it is to actually like have your managers attend these shows, have your assistant managers attend? attended shows is it do they pick anything up or would they pick anything up or do you think this is more strictly from a ownership president you know kind of c-suite level uh i absolutely think it's imperative that you take your team members um i i know from the hoffman side of the organization we take store managers assistant managers team leads um we always send out a mass email asking who wants to go to the show um, the different um, associations work very hard to get good speakers, have good roundtable discussions. So, you know, you can you can put any one of your team members in any of the educational sessions, and they'll learn something. Mm-hmm. You know, and it you you just can't expose your team enough to what's out there. You go for three days, you spend whatever money it is, you come home with one good idea and that will pay for your entire trip and the more people from your team that goes the more opportunities you have for more than one great idea yeah how about you Dan? What, yeah what, what did you learn I, I mean i would say well to follow kind of follow what shane's saying there i think you know when you bring your management team you bring other positions out there um it's just kind of more exposure to the industry itself and i think certainly at the store level it's easy to get caught up in Kind of individual management and just you know your focus just on your wash just on your tunnel just on production and you sort of it's easy i think it'd be easy to lose sight of what the industry is all about and for somebody who hasn't been to a show like myself and you, you know you get exposed to that again you see really um how much the industry has to offer and really you know you can build a career there and you can move on through it i think that's you know that's valuable to see so um for me certainly i learned again you know a chance to actually see what it's all about see on a, such a massive scale, how big the industry is, and which I kind of had an idea, but how big it is and how it's continuing to grow even more. I think that was something that was really kind of eye opening for me and a great kind of experience. So, sure. To, to touch on, to kind of elaborate a little bit on, he mentioned the word careers. 
So I think everyone in our industry, certainly everyone I talked to at the show, one of the big topics is not being able to get employees right sure. now. Um, so the more team members you take to the show and they come back and they talk to their friends and, and they voice how this is a career. This is something that, you know, you can raise your family on and support yourself will help us to get the, the much needed employees. Sure. It's not just working at a car wash, yeah. you know? And I think when you attend trade shows like this or conventions or whatever, you always leave feeling energized. You're, um, you're pumped up to be doing what you're doing. And I think that is kind of what you're saying is people leave here energized, ready to hit the ground, you know, their excitement radiates off and then people pick that up and then, you know, it's a cycle uh, eventually. Um, to kind of shift a little bit, uh, we are, it's June, uh, middle of June, we're recording this podcast. Uh, we have a whole half a year ahead of us. What's down the road for Innovate for the rest of the year? Well, uh, we'll be at the Northeast Regional Car Wash Convention in October. We'll be at the ICA in November, and then we'll be back at the Southwest uh, right after the first of the year when they have that. How about any any new kind of equipment coming out? Anything you can uh, tip us off to? Yeah, we we have some we have some enhancements uh, that we have been working on for some of our existing pieces of equipment, and we're hoping to have some brand new equipment in one of our test washes. Hopefully, by the end of the year start getting some runtime on it and hopefully be able to release some of that stuff in 2022. Excellent. So we probably won't see it in uh, the shows later this year, but, you know, come Southwest show next year, new lineup a little bit. Hopefully maybe we'll have some teaser videos yeah. here and there. <laughs> we'll leave that to Dan to, to kind of produce. So, um, gentlemen, that's all I have for you today. Thanks for both of you coming on uh, and we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Thank you. All right, that's a wrap on this episode of the Modern Car Wash Podcast. Special thanks to Shane and Dan for joining us today. Uh, we'll be back soon for our next episode. Be sure to subscribe to this channel or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts to stay up to date. As always, follow us at InnovateCarWash.com. Until next time, stay safe and stay tuned.